Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. I would invite you to stand if you are able and join me in reciting the psalm for the day. It is Psalm 96, found on page 48 of the Black Appleton Psalter. We will read responsively. <laughs> oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great, and we praise him to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people, give unto the Lord glory and strength. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established, that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar, and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful, and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice. Before the Lord, for he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, he shall judge the world with righteousness, and the peoples with his truth.
This reading is from Chapter 4 of the Lotus Sutra, Belief and Understanding. The Buddha's senior disciples spoke a parable, which said in part, Then on another day, the father saw the figure of his son. The son was weak and emaciated, wasted away, grimy and soiled with dung, dirt, and dust. Straight away, the father removed his necklaces, his fine outer garments, his ornaments, ornaments, and put on instead a rough, torn, dirty, tar-stained garment, and smearing dust over his body, took in his right hand a dung shovel, by this means contriving to approach his son, saying, I am like your father. From now on, you shall be like my son. With this reading today, I invite us all to enter a troubling moment in what is, for many Buddhists, a familiar parable. The parable of the lost son from the Lotus Sutra tells, in brief, the story of a son who runs away from his home and family as a youth, growing into forgetfulness of himself, his origins, and his parents over time. He becomes miserable, wretched, and impoverished, a stranger to himself. His parents continue to search for him, remaining watchful and hopeful that one day their lost son will return. When the son returns by pure chance to his parents' home, his father recognizes him immediately. But the son, having forgotten everything about his past and his family, doesn't recognize his father and is, in fact, terrified by the opulence and power on display around him. The episode in the reading comes shortly after the son has been gently persuaded to work sweeping dung at the estate. He is so trapped in his idea of himself that he thinks he's only capable of the lowest kind of work. The father's heart aches to see his son in this condition. Knowing that if he wears his jewelry and rich garments, his son will only be terrified, the father takes all that off, puts on rags, and joins his son sweeping filth. The father can't even go to his son and say, I am your parent who loves you. Let me help you. He has to pretend to be someone else in order to even speak with his son. What strikes me every time I read this parable is the profound poverty and ignorance at work in this story. The son's forgetting of himself is a poverty at the deepest social, psychological, and spiritual levels. Both the father and we, as listeners, are aware of the gap between what the son believes about himself and what is real. In that gap is tremendous suffering, and it troubles me greatly. It makes me wonder, do I really know myself and who I am in the world? Who else is suffering with me because of my ignorance? And then I wonder, who might even now be speaking softly at my side, trying to guide me to a more liberated state of being? Am I heeding the voices in my life that are encouraging me, challenging me to change? This is no small question, not for us at this particular moment in America. To sense that there is a gap between what we believe and what is real should make us feel anxious to be challenged in our habits of thinking and acting, to have our very identity challenged, can and should make us tremble. <coughs> what it should not do is make us shrink back from the unknown and remain in our familiar ways. So often I think I'm the father figure, coming in to share what I know to be real and true. What if I've been the son all along, 
unaware of how poor in body and mind I am, listening only to my own narrative and not to what the others at my side are saying. And in the instances when I do serve as the voice of another for someone else, what do I need to set aside in order to communicate and participate in a shared collective liberation? In this relational activity of listening and speaking, we can be called out of our impoverished sense of ourselves and others to emerge with deep humility into an unknown that leads us home, our true home of liberation in body and heart. The parable of the lost son is full of details that catch me up short and trouble me, that offer no easy solutions but unfold into more questions. This is but one of them, and it's the one that's been working in my heart for the past several months. And I hope that it works in all of our hearts, with its equal share of the disquieting and the hopeful, the revelatory and the liberatory, and that we, too, can find our way home together. I'd like to offer a brief prayer, an adaptation of the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi that was um, given to me by um, the teacher who first um, gave me precepts as a Buddhist. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is suffering, relief. Where there is ignorance, wisdom, and liberation. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. Blessed one, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying, having practiced peace, that we are born again to eternal life, from happiness to happiness, into complete freedom. And let us continue to pray as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory Please rise if you are able and join me in singing This is my song, O God of all the nations, is found on page 8 of your order of worship.
now the benediction. Grace, mercy, and peace from the Holy One who loves you more than you will ever know and accompanies you every step you take this day and forever. Amen. Amen.